You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hooray! Delicious Volume 1, Life Tastes Good, is finally at Amazon United States. What is delicious, you ask? Imagine a land where all your favorite foods live as human girls. Here in charming a la carte, under the floating city of heavenly delight, we meet Ramen, a young cook trying to run a restaurant with her family of pastas as they end up in all sorts of wacky adventures and hijinks as these strong, eccentric characters pursue their dreams and passions. Delicious is a beautifully drawn comedy series, which is now finally available to buy in the United States. Click on the banner on one of us, order today, and join in the fun now, because Delicious Volume 2, Yum Yum Yum, is coming really soon. A perfect gift for your child, or those of you who are forever young at heart. One of us strongly recommends this one. how much I care about this movie that we watched today called Skeletons in the Closet. I'm with TC and LeWayne. I'm Chad. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it in with just the log line because like I don't even want to look up a good one. I'm just going to read it right off IMDb. I don't care. Haunted by a malevolent spirit since childhood, a desperate mother allows herself to become possessed in order to save the life of her terminally ill daughter. I think you took a lot more from this movie than you realize because I didn't sign up for this. Somehow you made a blood <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> to, you killed, was it Ryan? Was Ryan originally? Ryan, and you, Ryan. And you killed, yeah. So you killed Ryan and 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 the, the price that must be paid is I had to come in and watch this. How did I get here? How did I get here? Instead of begging you, I had to make a blood sacrifice to a demon. <laughs> Because it was such a terrible movie. And like when I did make that sacrifice, I told the demon, I'm like, hey, can you tell TC like it's bad? You did. Like get- <laughs> it's totally not worth it. The demon did let me know that log line is not the movie we watched. It is not no. remotely. Although this movie is like two different movies. There's the crime oh, movie yes. and the spirit movie. And also St. Jude's takes care of half of this problem. <laughs> like if, if they just take the kid to St. Jude's, yeah, we don't yeah. have to deal with most of this. So yeah, Terrence Howard is in a movie where he is fired from his job. His daughter has brain cancer and he needs money. So he goes to the mob courtesy of immediately. his <laughs> immediately first choice uh, through his, <laughs> his straight out of prison brother played by Cuba Gooding Jr. And then immediately it's like, uh, give me some uh, collateral. I'll take this photo of your family. Your wife sure is hot. Like, okay, now I'm being roughed around by the mob. Meanwhile, his <laughs> wife is over here like, I see ghosts 
from my youth and my mother's haunting me and I think demons are possessing me and my daughter sees a man in the window and then Udo Kier shows up and is like, I tell fortunes. When, when, <laughs> look, when Udo Kier shows up in your movie, I just assume he's the devil until they tell me otherwise. <laughs> yeah, right? right. Like he just, oh, look, there he is. I wonder what this might mean. Yeah, I wonder who he is. <laughs> But well, we can definitely trust this fellow. Yeah, no, he's yeah, absolutely do whatever weird things he tells you to do to solve your problem. That'll definitely work out. You got Terrence Howard, you got Cuba Gooding Jr. Like there's some, you know, two heavy hitters in this. And I feel like they they act, they do the job, they they did what they were paid to do well. They showed up. They, yep. Yeah. Like, like Terrence Howard showed up to to do this and yeah. and to by no fault of his own he's just not in the movie that he thinks he's in there's five writers on this well there's a, a original story two screenplays and a couple writers but terrence howard is listed as one of the screenplay writers i think he was listed as a producer too i wouldn't be surprised he's put his all into this and i i don't know like how good his career has been since like you know when I thought he was gonna blow up with that first Iron Man and right. the whole contract negotiation, like I feel like he definitely fumbled into first. Oh. If you know a tennis <laughs> metaphor, <laughs> all he needs to do is show up in Deadpool three, and everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That being said, like even with these heavy hitters, it's not a good movie. What was what was with the fish tank in every scene? It wasn't even like. They were trying to connect fish tanks. They were literally using the same fish tank in different locations, like they were recycling it. That annoyed me. <laughs> the The middle of the movie where the dude's like, oh, you don't have skeletons in your closet? Like, I just wanted to hear the dun-dun-dun. Yeah, I'm no kidding. Like, it just, come on. Like, this is, this is baby stuff. <laughs> there are three things in particular about this movie that I that I made notes of multiple times. One was that Terrence Howard was giving more than this movie deserved. Yes. Yeah. Uh, two, this is not shot at the level this script probably should have been shot at. This is so bright and so flatly lit that any tension and drama that could be created visually is completely sucked out of this movie for just being broad, bright, china ball in every shot. It is, it, there is no visual stimulant to create tension in this whatsoever no and, it, and yeah and then the visual effects was my other note of like good uh, lord yeah. <laughs> no and that was my major issue is that was like some x-files oh, early 90s visual no, effects that's shit. some snapchat hey look at this photo there's a ghost behind you <laughs> yeah well, all right. The the scene with the fire, mm. they obviously mm. didn't have fire, but they had a gel and a PA or a grip waving a you know gel in front of a light. There were just so many bad CG mistakes, and it's like, okay, maybe we paid Terrence and Cuba a little too much, you know? We ran out of budget. Well, I mean, you know, they were throwing some money down because they even got well, they didn't get Costas Mandalore, they got. Lewis. So, I mean, they threw a little down there. But I got to tell you, one of my first comments was about this, and I feel bad because I don't know anything about the actor Clifton Powell, but like he, his introduction as the priest that's supposed to be like helping out the the lead in this. I'm like, all of your lines are terribly written and you delivered them badly. I was just like, this is not a good start to your movie. 
none of it really works, man. The crime element doesn't work because why would you do it that quickly? And the supernatural stuff, it doesn't make any sense. The crime element, how that was resolved. And obviously something happens because, you know, it's resolved in like the middle of the second act. But I was just like, why make it that threatening? Why make it like one of those like, hey, we're going to kill you if you don't pay us our 30 percent or whatever. Right. And then it's just like, oh, and, and I get it's supposed to be magic. A deal with, yeah. yeah, it's magic. <laughs> a deal with the devil, a witch's curse, whatever. But it just it takes all that energy out of how threatening that was. And it's like, oh, no, it's fine. And they make like a lighthearted joke. OK, I guess we'll go on to the next one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to murder people. Yeah. It's just so tone deaf. It just adds to this weird. It's like a. It's like a fan was near the the script and it kept blowing to new pages. It was like an oscillating fan, and every time it went past the page, it flipped to like a new script. And it's like, oh, we're in this now. Ooh, evil scarecrow. Oh, uh, blow. It's like, oh, ghost. Uh, okay, blow. It's like, oh, brain cancer. Okay, oh, the mob. Uh, I. I, you know, I think you know, it was it was multiple scripts laying there yeah. on the table, getting flipped back and forth. <laughs> so two PAs were running through the studio, and they ran into each other, and the papers flew into the air. So we're like, "Oh God, uh, the producer's going to be so mad! Give me those pages!" And they run in, like, "Here's the script, sir." It's like, "Start filming now." You know what I bet could you could do, Chad? And I, I, I bet you could take the entirety of this movie, pick pick a metal song, pick. Pick a pick a like a run the jewels song. Pick pick a song that somehow mashes like heavy metal with hip hop or something, and smash it together. Take three minutes of this movie and make a music video out of it. Yes, with the narrative. Oh, for sure. With oh, yeah. the narrative. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. I had another note. This could be an issue where maybe because look, there's five writers on this. It seems like a vanity project for somebody. It seemed like it was a bigger movie. And the reason why a lot of shit's confusing is like a lot of it was cut out or I'm just assuming that the filmmakers had the best intentions and they actually didn't make this stupid fucking movie as is. I hate to sit here and just dunk on this independent film, but seeing these actors in it, I have to assume <laughs> that there was money involved. And yes, when, and then it reaches a point where I'm like, when you have that much money, I, I want to see the effort. I want right. to see. There are people with smaller budgets who've made much more compelling and impressive films. And, you know, it's, it's sitting here watching this, it's on shutter. That feels like the right place for it. But yes, uh, it it's like, truth be told the first 15 minutes of this where they're setting up basically the first act isn't badly written. I think it's, no. I think it's badly produced. I, I think, again, I'm going to go straight to the cinematography if this looked like Talk to Me, the the Evil Hand movie, that would add so much to what this movie yes. wants to be. So the first fifteen minutes of this script are good. They, they're they're not bad. I, I just think a better production would have fixed what wasn't working up to that point. But then as it starts adding in, like, oh, we have an evil fortune teller who's actually working for another evil fortune teller, and we have this mob scenario that just disappears and. It just starts feeling like, okay, guys, we only have a week to film this. Let's go. That's one of the things about this. Like all of the elements of this could probably be salvageable, but it requires almost a page one rewrite using these elements. And then you need, as TC has pointed out multiple times, the production to support it. Right. I mean, you can, if your story is okay, 
but it looks really awesome, that goes a long way. Or it sounds really like lives and dies by that. Right. (laughs) No, you're right, though. But like (laughs) the story's fine. It just happens to look really good, which helps. But this, I don't know. It it just there's probably something salvageable here, but it's going to require more time and money than anybody's going to put into it. And this has already been released. So, well, tis tis the season to dump yeah. your movie. Dump months! I just told my daughter, she's like, well, when's the next movie we can go see? I'm like, well, honey, right now it's the dump month time. So there's really not a lot of movies that you're going to want to see. Yeah. But Kung Fu Panda comes out next month there because it's March. Yep. That's right. We kick off spring. We move towards summer. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So this is coming, you know, right in the, near the end of... You know, this probably isn't going to be good. It'll be a tax write-off. Let's just make Terrence happy and release it. Shutter can have it. Everybody else's, all like the audience's investment is pretty minimal at that point. I mean, that's that's one of the advantages of putting it on a streamer. Hell, the, the movie doesn't even want you to know Terrence Howard is in this. The log line suggests that Valentina, the mother, is the main character of this. And it's not to say she isn't the a main character, but... I, that just goes to this being two movies smashed together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to beat a dead skeleton. <laughs> like TC said, we can only dunk on it so much. I don't have anything else to add to this. I mean, it's, I don't want to be one of those dicks. who's just going to keep complaining about the movie more And we've talked about the few things that kind of work sometimes. So um, I'll just cut to the chase. It's about 1.5 out of five La Yaronas. I'll hop on that. I'm going to go three out of ten. Skeletons just stay in the closet. I don't care. Just don't care. My last little notes here is, is this a pro-atheism movie? I can't tell if it wants us to be pro-atheism or pro-Catholicism. It seems seems pro-atheism. There's a line from The Fortune Teller that was prophesized for us to fulfill here. She says, I don't want to alarm you, but I will not lie to you. And uh, I will not lie to you, folks. This is not worth the watch. This is it, this every now and then. And, and it tends to be movies of this caliber, of this genre. This is chef's kiss ripe for mystery science theater. Master pancake. Like if you get riff tracks, like this is so perfect with the awkward pacing and the weird pauses and the weird acting choices that you give this to, to the guys at riff tracks. Oh man, this will be a gloriously comedic adventure, uh, and and that's what I wish this was. And you know what? Maybe the three of us can uh, put that on our to do list. But as far as this thing's concerned, don't. I'm sorry. I I hate to do this to a, an indie film, but you had Terrence Howard, Cuba Gooding Jr. here. You had the money, and this is what you came up with. I'm just gonna have to give this a 1.5 out of five scarecrows. <laughs> Question mark afterward. You could hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there you go. Thank you for summoning me here, Chad. <laughs> yeah, I'll. I, I know you're a busy man. I'll, uh, I'll. I'll make a blood oath right now to get you back where you need to go. The sacrifice has been made. Ah! He's so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs>